episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe or listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode, and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram, Threads, and TikTok at Michael Block Talk, on Twitter slash X at Block Talk NYC, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. It's Fever Dream 3.0. We're taking a back trip to Italy as 13 new queens are about to enter the Drag Race universe. So who will take the crown? It's time to talk all things Drag Race Italia 3. And here to serve some deep dish pizza. It's God's Honor and Precious Envy. Hello. What American city has the best pizza? Corning, New York. No. Oh my God. There's a lot of pizza in Corning, New York. That's where I'm from. (laughs) <laughs> Basically, what I'm saying is, is it the Chicago deep dish? Is it the New no York deep pizza? dish? Is not pizza. That's not pizza. Uh, That's pizza soup. Yeah. You just insulted Chicago. I heard Detroit has good pizza. So Detroit, Detroit actually does have good pizza. Yeah, um, since I spent so much time there, um, yeah. I would say Detroit has good pizza. I, you know, I'm, I'm a sucker. California has good pizza. The California Pizza Kitchen. I was about to say they were. No, I. You know what? I'm not a big fan of California pizza. When I lived in California, one of my favorite places to eat pizza was Roundtable, which I don't think is an East. I don't know if it was ever on the I East don't Coast. I've never heard of it. But yeah, Roundtable pizza was like, and you they would do personal pizzas. That was always like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go in before a movie, get a personal pizza. Yep. Um. Yeah, friends, we're talking about pizza because we're here to talk about Drag Race Italia. <laughs> um. And yeah, wow, we're here again. Did anyone think we'd make it three seasons? No. Because the way that Scott and I talked about the show, it, we we did not anticipate we it past were, one season. We were, yeah, no, we didn't. This is this is. Hey, you know, I'm not mad. No, neither am I. Um, as we joke, this is the one that we have the most fun on because um, it's just crazy. There's no rules. There's the, no rules. This is the one C series where I still have not finished them. Both seasons, I dip out like halfway through, um, and I've That's yet fair. to go, like go back and it's like it's because it's one of those things where i'm just like where it's like yes i know she's been the bottom every time but she killed that fucking lipstick you're keeping this bitch oh okay whatever um yeah the judging on italia especially like the first season like we're gonna we're gonna save you we're no one's we're gonna eliminate you based on a lip sync uh because you both are causing problems so before we do the actual episode um, lip sync for your life. It's like, oh my god. I mean, speaking crazy. of friends, if you want to hear some of my interviews with the cast of um, Drag Race season, uh, Drag Race Italia season one, I do have them from DragCon LA. Uh, who did I spoke? I spoke to Lakeisha La Bamba, um, the Andar, uh, for your kind, um, who I, a couple others. Like it was fun times, fun times. No, um, uh, what the hell's her name? But we're here. Apologies for pronunciation. What's, name? What's the girl's name from season one? Our fave. Not Farida. Not Farida. I'm making a joke here. Larish? No. Electrobionic? Anorma. Anorma. Anorma Jean. Yes. Apologies there for pronunciations. No I don't know rules. anything about languages anymore. I don't even know what fucking language <laughs> I speak. Um, but 
As always, I must leave a disclaimer. This is an entertainment podcast. We are discussing reality TV show characters as presented to us through reality television production. We are showing what the editing of the television show wants us to see. We react to what is presented. Yes, they are real people and get an opportunity to go and tell them to share their craft, but they've also put themselves in a position to be discussed with us in the podcast for entertainment to discuss reality and show. Um, okay. I was very critical of this promo simply because I didn't know anyone still uses, um, uh windows 95 um microsoft word edition 95 uh, because um there's just no life to this backdrop oh no it's what is wrong in italy that the intern who makes the graphics three seasons in now um it's bad it's really really bad I don't think it's like any worse than the like AI flowers they've put multiple seasons in front of this this year. <laughs> listen, listen. At least Germany was not in a random jungle of South Yeah, America. that's the thing is like it's like I don't know. I Germany think was breaking through the glass ceiling. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> and here we just have a Ferrari and um we are paying homage to drag race and drag racing and mm-hmm. um yeah the checkered flag uh fabric was sold out in all of Italy after this photo shoot. From one girl. Yeah, from <laughs> literally one girl. All right, let's go through the facts and, and get through this. Drag Race Italia 3 will be hosted once again by Italian drag queen Priscilla alongside judge Italian actress Chiara Francini and her headpieces, of course. But we have new judges, Paolo Easy and Paolo Camilli. The Masozorzi is said to have not returned due to a, quote, scheduling conflict. But I have heard other rumors that it's more so in Italy, you are contractually obligated to production companies. And they have since switched as they will be now um, distributed by MTV and Paramount+. And I believe... Um, Tommaso is part of the Max family. So that is the rumor. Mm -hmm. Um, For those who don't remember, Paolo Aizi is one of the guest judges from last season. She's a um, singer from Paola and Chiara, uh, not Chiara Femicini. And Paolo Camilli, for those who love the television show The White Lotus, he is one of the gays who tried to kill uh, Jennifer Coolidge. (laughs) <laughs> Any initial thoughts um, on our two new judges? And are we going to miss Tommaso Zorzi and his hotness? I will miss the hotness because that was one of the drawing factors of watching Natalia. But I'm excited um, for the new judges because I'm not familiar with either of them. So it'll be like, mm-hmm. okay, Th- this this promo, the, also when the girl, this whole promo shoot, they got, it's like someone bought the, the season one filter because that like, filter they had was so what it was like i really the vibe i was getting the entire promo watching their meet the queens everything it felt like they were trying to be like hi those first two seasons they didn't happen this is the real season one like it just feels like they're trying to rebrand relaunch themselves in like hi we're starting fresh and hopefully it works yeah as far as the like guest judges go i think the most italian thing they could have done was find a paolo and a paola like right like that's the most italian thing they could have done Mm -hmm. absolutely um 
Now, I will say, for those who don't remember, last season, one designer made all of the promo looks. Not the case this year. Uh, so they have definitely upgraded by saying, do whatever you want. Go go make yourself look good. Because it. I think they've done a little bit better. Um, Nelenia, if you're listening, I still apologize for us talking shit about you. But we adore you. Um, so here we go. The premiere will debut on October 13th in the U.S. on Wild Presents Plus in Italy, again, on MTV and Paramount Plus there. This is the first season of Drag Race Italia to feature a transgender woman and the second season of Drag Race Italia to feature international contestants. Very exciting. Um, obviously, the pacing of those exciting things happening is much faster than it did in America. Um, but here we mm-hmm. are. Three seasons, then we got a transgender contestant. We're only ourselves after Sicily being from London. It's wild. It's very wild. Uh, we're <laughs> going to talk so much about her. Now, I, I, oh, that was one I, of my favorite names. <laughs> I always ask on the preview podcast, what do you want to see? And, well, I just copy and paste my my notes from each season. And I didn't change it because I still didn't get what I wanted. Um, I want more art and culture themed runways. I want a pasta runway. And I want that Samore to be a lip sync. Yeah. Right. Scott, what do you want? What do you um, really, really want? I want I want them to keep up the the level of insane, like unfollowable drama that I've yes. become accustomed <laughs> to. Um I mm-hmm. love love when a f- I love this I love the series because the girls will start fighting and I think they're fighting about one thing and then all of a sudden someone's saying something else and I'm like, maybe I'm not following. Maybe they're just mad. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> Um, Precious, what would you like to see? Um, I would like to see, um, well, I would just want to get through an entire season. That's what I want. I want to get through an entire <laughs> season without, without me like being like, oh, I'm a week behind. I'm two weeks behind. Oh, they're crowned a winner. Nice for them. Well, that's, that's what I want. That. That's, that's, that's what I want right now. Well, as I say on the podcast, I watch Drag Race, so you don't have to. <sighs> um, Scout, we know from last season our, our dear friend Otto Atharinal was adopted by eventual winner La Diamond. Think, Do you think we will have any adoptions this year? I think that they'll probably say part of the prize package from last year is that La Diamond gets to come in and pick one of the girls <laughs> to adopt. I'm here for and, and make a dress for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, remember when Drag Race <laughs> Holland's prize was a dress? Oh my god, yes. Good time. Your prize is a dress. Oh. Um, all right, to avoid any potential spoilers, rather than discussing the cast through predictions, we will be going through the cast by excitement points TM. We have given each cast member excitement points TM from 13 for who we are most excited for and one for who we are least excited for. I've tallied off the points, and we will go from who we are least excited for to who we are most excited for. We have a lot of ties in this grouping, but that's okay. We'll get through it. Um, and friends, <laughs> if we are least excited for you, it just means... There's just more people we're excited for. It doesn't mean you suck. You're probably amazing. And we're going to be wrong about you most likely. But there's just just one person we're very excited for. I'm just going to bury the lead right now, friends. We have um, the three of us most excited for the same exact person. And, and I, I changed my mind last minute, too. So, uh, hey. Ooh, interesting. My one and two switched after a while. Um, interesting. You know, and I will tell you, after doing this a few times this year, I was least excited for Bernie on Philippines. And she became one of my fucking favorites as the season went on. So this, we're only, I'm basing my decisions on your promo look and your meet the queens. And when it's a foreign language, it is harder to kind of 
get the vibe from the energy you have. Some girls, I can get their humor right away. Others, it takes it takes a minute where you're like, oh, I get what, oh, now I understand you. So yeah, there are girls I fell in love with and liked and was like, oh no, mm -mm, mm -mm, I do not like you on the yeah. show. Marie last Holiday. year, last year I was so excited for Obama, and then like episode two, she was standing on the judges' table, and I was like, "Girl, what is happening?" Oh, that lip sync was so wild. Oh, but yeah, good memes, good memes, great new memes. <laughs> um, all right, friends, we're gonna go through this list again. Queens, if you do end up listening, I apologize if I butcher your name. I will figure out how to say your name by probably episode three or four. Reply to yeah. Michael's stories very angrily um, with a Literally, voice note of how to pronounce it. This um, is how it's pronounced. But then say, keep up. Make sure you keep listening to make sure that he corrects himself. I will say that we, I do have one contestant from this cast already following me. Um, so there is that. Tell your friends, um, girl. <laughs> tell your friends. Shall, shall, shall we begin? Yes. This person, the Scout, hole. gave a 6-2. Um, and both Precious and I got not great excitement point vibes for her. It's Sapatio, currently in Naples, Italy, 29 years old. Sapatio says that doing drag allows them to express the feminine side that comes to life and flourishes with makeup, which is a true passion. They describe themselves as dedicated to work, tireless, and a true workaholic. They studied acting in Rome and then in Naples. They declare their boundless love for Naples and the Neapolitans who appreciate Sapatio. In life, they are a specialized support teacher and have participated as an extra and an actor. Their drag name was the brainchild of a friend of theirs who, after seeing a photo of them in drag, exclaimed the word Sapatio which is Italian for theater curtain. They say they chose the name as a tribute to the theatrical artistic background. Outside of drag, Sapario works as an insignate sostagno, which is a specialized teacher who assigned to the class where there is a pupil with disabilities with the purpose of promoting their inclusion and learning. They have participated as an extra and actor in two Italian films, one with Paolo Sorrentino and the other with director Fabio Molo, the latter who was a guest judge on season one of Drag Race Italia. They call themselves authentic, iconic, and fashionable, and their superpower is to turn everyone they meet into a drag queen. Well, you haven't <laughs> met me yet, so I'm going to stay away. Let's begin with Precious. Um, why are you not vibing? Why one point here? Um, she was early on in the Meet the Queens because they didn't do it alphabetically. It was literally mm -hmm. like a hodgepodge. I also enjoyed the fact that like each girl got introduced by Priscilla, which is also yeah. why I've got that season one vibes over again. Being like, hi, I'm excited about these girls. Let's take a look. And they um, did that last season too, which I really do. They did it. I don't, I don't remember last season. You know. Could you imagine RuPaul being told you have to introduce all your queens? And she's like, I don't remember who they are. She literally <sighs> just pawns it off on whoever's got the crown. Yeah. So like, you do it. You do it this year. Um, I think a lot of it's like when you look at the promo image, I think her promo image is stunning. But when in the Meet the Queens, it like the outfit didn't work for me. The feathers, uh, once it just felt like I needed it to be more shape. And her eye makeup when she was talking, the black just like took over. Like photo wise, oh my God, this is a gorgeous picture. But when you see it in the wild, it's like it doesn't work for me in person. And yeah, those, so are, it's like, those are garage doors. Those are garage doors. Like I need to be broken up. Like I don't want, you know, I love black. I would have, I do, I do, you know, I, we, we're not here to talk about my makeup, but it's, that was my issue was like, it were photograph love. Meet the Queens. It was just every, all, every part of it didn't work in person, but in a photo it did. 
And yeah, it's just like coming in second, every girl that came after her, I was more excited about. Now, Scout, um, in the Me the Queens videos, they obviously shoot some B-roll. Um, I feel like some of Sapatio's dance moves were very much you. Well, I mean, she just she's in those sh shoes, or I don't know. This is, I literally, I was I like was watching through the Meet the Queens, and when like there's there's one angle of the photos that looks really good for this outfit, and then the one where she's like standing straight up and it's dead on. I'm kind of like, this is a weird silhouette, but yeah. I just like she started moving, and I was like, how many birds died for this? <laughs> Well, okay, let, let's like, discuss it. Um, there are no on. designers listed here. Um, I, I absolutely hate it. I really, really, really hate it's, it. I don't not... mind the monochromatic look, but nothing about it works together. I think doing like a pit crew um, jumpsuit, really, really smart. I love the um, material. But then you add the feathers, and it's two very competing materials. And then with the proportions that we're already giving with this baggy look, the hair needed to be triple that size. And I yeah. don't understand why it's like reverse devil. I don't quite get it. Now, obviously, um, they mentioned that Divine is someone that inspired them. I could see Divine and that old school classic drag in the makeup, yeah. but I'm not sure how that relates to this specific look. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Well, it's also like, I think like anyone with big makeup like that when they're like, oh, what's your drag about? And they're like, well, it's a reference to Divine. Like, okay, yes. And like, it's a very, like, it's a very, it's a good kind of like starting point to start your drag from. And I just don't think, I don't know. I think that there's probably a lot of growth that yeah. maybe she'll see. And maybe we'll see it in the workroom. Yeah, I, I want to see. Because <laughs> the other thing too is I saw the teaser trailer, which is mostly just episode one. And there were a lot of queens I was like, who the fuck are you? I mm -hmm. didn't see you in the in the promos. Like, right? there's one where I'm like, this is not the girl that I saw in episode one. So I don't know what the fuck happened. Um. So yeah. So I want to see once she's in the workroom, how you know. I want to see if her makeup changes because if that's her eye all the time, I I'm not. I I'm gonna be love, bored. I love that we have now gotten to the point in the Drag Race cinematic universe where if they have evolved in their makeup since the show they have to, in the promo looks, go back to what their face used to be because they're not, they can't do it. Like, yeah. the biggest prime example, I don't know if anyone who watches Drag Race uh, Philippines, Nicole Pardo, her face has completely changed because if anyone remembers, I called out that nose and, like, looked like she fucking got punched in the face. That, now the nose is so thin, I was like, this is not the same fucking human. Mm -hmm. But she couldn't do that in the Meet the Queens when it was filmed after the fact. Yep. So I have a feeling that Sapatio has maybe evolved or whatever. But this, I just, I'm, not, I'm confused. I'm very lost. Um. Now, Scout, I know you love pants. You love wearing love pants. Love pants. Love, love pants. And <laughs> would, drag. would you wear this? Pants and drag. I, um, if it was made of a different material, yeah, maybe I would ditch the feathers. Again, it's you know, it's very easy, especially I think for promo looks it's one of those like well it's missing something let me put feathers or rhinestones or yeah yeah you know and you can do it you could do it right and this is unfortunately yeah i think without mess. the feathers it i think if it was just more cinched like yeah, i don't yeah. mind there's having that, like the baggy pants promising that, part yeah yeah like have it at least more cinched and form-fitting i don't mind if the pants are a little more baggy because that gives you an aesthetic of like the 90s you know flapper flapper pants um 
but yeah, I think if it was just more form fitting to really give her a shape, I that's my whole thing. It's like there's no shape here. It's just yeah. like a ball of red. Yep. And Michael, you're right. Um, that I'm, tiny little wig is crazy. It's so small. I'm giving it a boot. Boot. I'll boot she it. Wound up, she wound up in the middle of my list because I had one more spot to fill and I couldn't figure out where she where I wanted her. So I was just like, you're inoffensive <laughs> to terrible. me. So. <laughs> All right, the audience, 45% shoot, 55% boop. Now, friends, I always give a question this season, a burning question. Here's my question for Sapatio. They feel very much as a stereotypical theater person with a very heightened aura. Can they capture the spirit of of their drag and bring it into the world of drag race? That's the question that I feel like I always have to ask um, with certain contestants. And I feel like that's the one where I'm like, oh, you, you have like a theater background. You're an actor. Leave that at home. The we'll theater kid out. to Drag Race Pipeline. Yep. Listen, we're going to get a lot of those this season. Next up. From Albania. Virgia. She defines herself as the first drag queen in Albania and also the most famous in the country because she is the only one who performs wherever she can. She emerged in 2015 after a long period of academic training as an actor. Her advocacy is a clear warning against the homophobia that is still widespread in Albania. Aware of the risks to her own life by exposing herself in drag, she remains steadfast in her artistic journey, hoping one day to raise greater awareness of LGBTQ plus issues in her country. She considers herself a drag queen with intelligent humor, which often prevents her from taking herself too seriously because life is already too heavy as it is. She comes from the Tusk Albanian dialect in uh the name comes from the Task Albanian dialect and means Prime Minister or Your Majesty in its feminine form. She is the first Albanian Albanian contestant to compete in the Drag Race franchise. She says she is beautiful, talented, and one hell of a MILF. And she says sometimes ugliness is much more interesting than beauty. And I was like, wait, okay, I can buy that. Um, especially on Drag Race, not. Um, no, you gotta be beautiful <laughs> all the time. And she is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to make one quick mention of this look. This look is, I know, referential where it might be similar, but this look, for those who follow Plasma on uh, social media, she's a New York queen. Like, this is literally a look she did when she did her um, Herbie look. So it's very, very similar. Very similar paint. Same hair. Whatever. Regardless. My question this season is, she is the international queen. Can she keep up with the Italians or will they offer her a quick flight home? Scout. I had her towards the very bottom of my list. She you just, did. You have her very, two like, points. You have her two points. Really, it doesn't give me anything. The there's Again, it's the same thing as before with the choices in the outfit are just kind of like the sleeves aren't like tight. They're just like t-shirt sleeves attached to this bodysuit that has these two little weird pussy straps and then like your big black pleasers with a chunky heel. I don't know. It's she, and I don't know. I just didn't get much from her. So I was like, all right, well. Now, Precious, you, were you made at, it to the race. You're at seven. I were at six. I felt like she, she had yeah, she was very mid personality. She was very mid pack for me. I swapped her. It was like she, her, and the one I had before and after kept going moving around. My those were like my middles. I found her more engaging than a few of the yes. other girls um, that I had a little bit lower that were kind of married, like a little bit more one note in a way. Um, yeah, the look is like nothing to write home about. Um, but I just I think I was liking her vibing with her personality. Yeah. 
Um, again, I apologize. I, I'm going to say the name wrong so many times until I hear it 50,000 times. Verzeria. Um, I don't know. I really vibed with her. But again, I, I feel like knowing how this show's going to go, they're going to be like, you're not Italian. Get out of here. You don't go here. Um, <laughs> and, and that's just not fair. Um, also, I'm just going to say it right now. If you ask me to point out where Albania is on the map of Europe, I would be like, well, I get enough here. Mm-hmm. I know where it is. Um, but I'm excited to learn. I'm excited <laughs> to learn. No designers listed here for this look. I like it because it's simple. What I will say, no, a lot of people here on the, all these promos are like, rhinestones are what I'm allergic to. I don't wear them. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have used a little bit of a flash. The only thing that I don't quite understand is the pattern on the front. Maybe it's a reference of something I don't know. Um, does don't anybody so. have any ideas? I'm not sure. Like what? Because I my my I can't even talk anymore. Um, my understanding was that they, they were doing like hit crew drag race as yeah. the as a promo. So in my head, looking at it, going like, okay, I can get it as like it's some weird design. Like it looks like you know a racing some type of racing thing because she has the words on the side. I was getting being like. I was like, okay, she's going more for like pit crew, a more pit crew esque look. And I said, okay, I think she did well on the prompt. So I was like, you know what? It, you're not blowing me out of the water with your look, but your personality won me over. That's why she was like more mid pack for me. Um, Scout, you have you own that chunky boot, don't you? I not in that color, not in that black vinyl. What are you owning then? What like brown brown fake suede? Um, gotcha, gotcha. I don't know. There's something about her that I'm excited for. Um, and and yeah, I I, I think the mug is stamped. It's really really beautiful paint. Um, also she speaks English, so she's ready for versus the world. She does. <laughs> I mean, I know I've, we joke about it all the time in the podcast, but I really do think um a lot of these queens who get cast in recent seasons do have a english very proficiently and i think it's because they're waiting for the rupaul um to make that call because they know that it's beyond just their home country drag race you have the potential to go around the world and i think that's exciting yep um because drag is a phenomenon it's all over the world um, yep <laughs> and and the fact if rue really likes you you can get on u.s all-stars Listen, figure out some passport situations and visas and maybe even go to Colombia, but you can Let's still get on Columbia. <laughs> get on to some version of the show if you wanted to. Um, I'm gonna give this a toot. It, it gets a soft toot for me. Ooh. Well, the audience agrees with you, Scout. 38% toot, 62% boot. Let's see how she does. All right, next up. Next up. Um this one's a little more controversial because um I'm at three. Hers is at four. And Scout's like, I like the hair. I want to wear it. It's ten. Uh, Silvana del Malagna. Malagna. Um, Silvana del Malagna was born 13 years ago by chance when she was at a party with her friends where she was put, in, put on an improvised drag show in the worst possible way. She gradually started performing and entertaining themed nights, perfecting her character through her style and outfits. She defines herself as the girl next door drag queen, not the most beautiful or glamorous, but certainly very charming. Her motto is Asta Manana, 
she says she exists to make people laugh and not feed her femininity. She considers herself a vocabulary drag, meaning she pays attention to words. She writes her own performance texts and takes them to the stage with the goal of providing fun and relaxation for her audience, accessible to all. It's through her monologues that she manages to convey her deeper message, never confuses lightness with superficiality. She's a champion of nonviolence, dislikes anyone who practices any form of violence. She prefers an audience of 55 years and older because she believes at that age people judge less and don't care as much about who you <laughs> making people smile is her greatest victory her mantra is she has a body that dances but she is not a dancer Silvana comes from Italian actress Silvana Pompini she chose Melania as her last name because one of her favorite films is Romanza Criminale which is in turn inspired by the criminal organization Mandadera Melania um okay um my question this season, she's the Italian lady bunny. Will her old school drag ways be enough to win in the modern day drag race? Scout, besides wanting the wig, why are you so excited for her? I don't know. There's just something about her that's like, I think she's going to just be. I think she's she, I maybe I think what it is, is I can see her easily being an antagonist in the workroom and being okay. like that she's surrounded by young people. She's sitting there saying, you know, oh, I want a crowd of over 55. And she's walking into a workroom of like 23-year-olds. Right. Like, I don't know. I think there's just something. Now, mind you, this outfit is hideous. <laughs> this is just awful. But there's something about like a girl who's wearing something that hideous. Who's like, this is my Drag Race promo look. Yeah. But well, I'm that's kind of like, why, know, like, maybe why she gives something me, like, to this lady bunny vibes because yeah. lady bunny is in on the joke she knows what she does is hideous and gross yeah. and and of a certain time um precious do you know how old she is oh uh Sylvania? yeah i'm gonna guess she's younger than me so i'm gonna say 38 no she's 44 oh oh i'm younger oh hi yeah okay. um and guess what we're gonna have another 44 year old coming in soon um but this this cast actually skews much older than mm-hmm. we all think um yeah what 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 is about uh silvana that didn't uh resonate with you why are you a little less excited for her well it was uh, like the lady bunny of it all um uh, yeah like i it, for me i was focused i was focused on the outfit because it looked like the prompt was italian colors mixed with um drag racing and she's like i have a red dress i'll wear that who has a checkerboard print i can just throw on me she it's not even like it's not even lined or it's not even like a hood or anything it's not like sleeves it is literally just like her wrapped herself in a checkerboard print i would have much rather her worn checkerboard like outfit and i think i would have probably gone a little bit higher i do think her comedy chops are gonna are gonna win me over as the season progresses um, but the other thing, too, was when I saw the teaser trailer, when she walked in to what this picture is, those are, I'm like, the the woman who walked in is much older than this woman right here. So I don't know what she did to make herself, what what, what child she ate to the age herself softened. for this. They, they softened her up good. They sure did. Um, so, yeah, so I think it's like, I think I liked her more the set, because I did, I watched the Meet the Queens, uh, the Meet the Queens twice. <laughs> so the second time through, I was like, I was like, I was warming up to her more, but I still kind of was like, 
doing my list, it was still like she still ended up lower than than a few girls. So it's like there were other girls I'm like going like, yeah, in retrospect, I probably could have bumped her up by one or two, but it is what it is. Now, I, I want to make comparisons a little bit to some of um, our recent seasons, especially Germany and I'll say UK5, where some of the older queens who have a bit of a um, history in the world of drag um, have a better rapport with some of the older hosts, especially on Germany with Barbie. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. they have worked together and now we're starting to see a little favoritism. Um I feel like Silvana and Priscilla probably have the same like drag vocabulary and they're just going to make each other laugh and entertain yep. each other. So I think Silvana is going to go far. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably going to critique her runways every fucking week. And it's going to be like, how is she still here? That's yep. my prediction. Did any of these yeah, girls like work with Priscilla beforehand? Like was Priscilla oh, working in the club? Like, well, see, that's the difference. Is is it's not like RuPaul, where no one had access to RuPaul after the oh. '90s because RuPaul was the most famous drag queen in the world. Yeah. Um. <laughs> even Nikki Doll worked with a lot of the cast of the first season because, mm-hmm. um, she was a working uh, drag artist in in France. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the dynamics are what they are. But I I think, um, there's no designers on this look, and <laughs> you designer. Who would yeah, put their name bought, on that? She bought that. Um, she bought that dress off off Amazon. Those it, it's, shoes it's are the, criminal. It's the chunk, yeah, it's the chunky shoe. Those it's the, shoes I, are criminal. What does she need um, to be strapped into those for? No offense to people of a certain ages, precious. Um, but I, those are she is wearing those because she's going to fall in actual heels. Those have a strap. What? I, what? That is flat. What is she? What do you need to be strapped like, into? Those that are like shoe emo boots shoes. Oh my god. And they kind of remind me of moon boots. Remember moon boots from the 90s? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what? If I if I ever got to do drag and there was like a 90s runway theme, I would wear moon boots. That's it. There it is. Didn't someone wear Maybe I'm thinking like ski boots from Canada. Yeah, no, no, I'm actually talking about the moon boots, the things yeah. that made you. No, think I think oh, no, I think on the most recent Germany runway, I'm pretty sure some of the raver looks were more boot esque than um heels you got like the big yeah. platforms because that was like the scene so being yeah. authentic to the look yeah um also i'm just gonna say it friends if you give me an exposed corset you're out it's a boot that's not a corset well in the sports well, a, what is it it's not that even is a, a that is a that is a 7.99 amazon belt that i yeah. in fact own <laughs> uh, it's a boot. And it worked just like that <laughs> yep boot for you scotty yeah, no, this is um there were some good people. They put her in that spot on the too. promo where they can crop her out really easily. Yeah. <laughs> uh 25% boot, 75 or 25% toot, 75% boot. All right, next up. We are going to talk about a queen who came to Italy from Cuba, Adriana Picasso. Adriana Picasso emerged as an artist in Cuba in 2013 and describes herself as one of the best drag queens out there and a fearless individual who loves challenges. In 2019, she relocated to Italy, working as a personal assistant for the elderly and as a warehouse worker for Amazon. Today, she is studying marketing, but emphasizes that she currently holds the title of Miss Master Queen Northwest Italy. At night, she transforms into a 1970s jazz diva draped in sequins and wonder. She defines herself as a fabulous competitive and just sensitive enough regarding her private life. She shares a less than happy relationship with her father, but has a mother who has always been there for her, though often away for work. 
Adriana comes from the feminization of her legal name, while Picasso is most likely derived from Spanish painter, sculptor, printmaker, ceramicist, and theater designer Pablo Picasso. Adriana is the first Cuban contestant to compete on Drag Race, though she is not the first contestant of Cuban descent to compete. She is the second queen in the Drag Race franchise to have the name Adriana, following Adriana from Canada's Drag Race 2. All right, let's begin with Precious. Talk to me about Adriana Picasso. She was very middle of the road for me. Like, I think I ended her, what, she was six, so she was about halfway there. Yeah. Yeah, I gave her a six. Um, I think she has a beautiful face. Like, her paint Gorge. is, is she's gorgeous. Um, the choices for the outfit, um, I think they need the outfit to be much more, um, it was a little loose in parts, so I just need to be tighter. I don't know why she is wearing the the white cape um, jacket over it. I don't think it needed it. Um, but I think it's like she she kind of was giving me a vibe like that she's been doing it a while and is ready to like, you know, win. So I was like, okay, I, I, I want to see where you go. Um, yeah, because everyone who's underneath her was kind of like, eh, all right, whatever. Scout, my question of the season for her is, can the Cuban queen bring the heat or will her spiciness not be right for this race? Well, so that's, what are your... I think she could bring it. Um, mm-hmm. I think that she, I liked her in her promo. I think I agree with everything you said about like the outfit. She, her face is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think she can bring it. I think all things considered, a, a, a dark skinned Cuban on Drag Race Italia probably doesn't necessarily bode well. Um, they're not exactly, they've, they've, they've disappointed me before, so I don't necessarily know, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, but I, I think she easily could, but I also think it could easily get misinterpreted culturally and yeah, she could go early, you know? So, but she yeah, looks I mean, friggin' beautiful. <laughs> her look is by Alberto Tenderini. If you cut out the, the the robe jacket situation, it is perfectly drag racing. Um, I think the the pattern on it is very very Italian. Like it makes sense to me with the Formula One concept. Yeah, the mug is beautiful. The hair is perfect. Um, she has a good personality, and I think she's going to be fun to watch. But I just don't think she's going to be respected, and I think that's going to be yeah. just uh, the theme that happens on Drag Race Italia. Now again. We are watching it from American perspective. We have a very different perspective on how things should be. As we have seen the discourse when it comes to the Drag Race Philippines 2 finale, if you're not from the country, you don't respect the things, it's fine. It's You have your opinion, but shut up. You're, you're not from there. So that's why I preface it. Maybe we are going to be a little harsher if she doesn't get critiqued well because she is not um, super white. But it's out there. It's just a thing to to know. Um, but I, I'm excited for her. I think that, um, yeah, it's progress. I'll give it a toot. Mm-hmm. Oh, a soft toot. Yeah, very soft toot. Audience could not fucking decide. 50-50. 50-50. Right, we're now going to enter the portion of our show where we just have queens tying each other. So we're going to have um, the first two come in. Uh, at, and tied for 19 points. And we're going to go in order of my sheet. So we're going to talk about the girl named Lena Galore. She exploded artistically in 2019. She started doing drag with her partner. Very often people tell her that her drag is a cross between Trixie Mattel and Violet Chachki. 
For her, it's a compliment, but she knows there's so much more behind her research and art, as there's always a reference to a character from old cartoons. Drag Race represents an opportunity for Lena to share her art even more freely and honestly. Her longest lasting relationship of eight years came to an end, which found her completely disoriented and full of questions. She does drag because it makes her happy and she considers it an act of extreme political courage, as well as a representation tool, a fundamental element for survival in a heteronormative society. Lena comes from the Italian actress Lena Sestri, known for her performance as Nunici in Natalia and Casa Cupiello, a film that reminds her of her Neapolitan roots. Galore comes from her drag mother and former fiancé, Sissy Galore. She likes to make fun of herself and be the butt of the joke and tells her colleagues, although she thinks they should be the jokes themselves. She also tells us that she runs very fast in heels, things that I don't think many people on this podcast can do. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Nope. Um, yeah. I give her 12 points. I got good vibes from her, but it's maybe <laughs> because she was the first one in. The two of you, um, five for Scout, two for Precious. Um, Oops. Let's start with Scout here. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is again. This is like kind of my few in the the few that I put in the middle were very like they all could have wound up anywhere between like five and eight. You know, um, <clears throat> I will say I think I didn't really get much from her Meet the Queens. I think she kind of got moved down in my rankings because more people were coming after, and maybe it was yes. just that I was like you know just recency bias, whatever. Um, I will say I think she seems kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. Or at least just kind of demure, which could mm-hmm. either mean she's the first one out or she's going to be there the whole time. And she knows, you know, she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to really, she, you know, Sell there's the promo, more coming yeah. to prove <laughs> what she's got. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I like this outfit though. Looks cute. Yeah. No, the outfit's good. I, I, for me, it was the, before, before hearing that she gets complimented that she's a cross between Violet Trotsky and Trixie Tell. The first thing I noticed was the eyes. Almost, she has Violet Chartsky eyes. Like the eyes up is like so violet. And I think for me, I wanted bigger hair. I think the hair just seemed a little subdued for the outfit. Um, I think I wanted them a little more like wild and wow. But I think that was it. Like she was the first one out. So for me, it was like she wasn't really giving me like promo energy. Like you know, when you're the first girl, you're supposed to be like bam. So I don't know why they picked her to be first. It was weird. Um, Because she really was like, she was very low energy. And I think I kept her low was because everyone else that followed her was a little bit more energetic. And then when it all, when it was all said and done, I was like, oh yeah, she's here. Like, Mm -hmm. so it was like, she, she didn't win the promo for me at all. That's fair. Now my question season is she is a political queen with a comic edge. Can she bring the best of both worlds to bring statements to the runway and ultimately snatch the crown? Um, maybe it's a, again a biasy of knowing who she had designed this that I think she's going to do well on the runway. The look is by Roca, um design, which is basically Nikki Doll's personal designer. Um, so it all makes sense. This silhouette is fucking incredible. Usually we want something sparkly and bedazzled and crazy, but this is such a vintage '60s Italian throwback. That I'm just obsessed with just everything about it and having the, the booble area uh, highlighted with those the red is, is like everything about it is really particular and smart and I think I really love the outfit. The makeup I, I do appreciate. I don't love the little patches of red um, in the corners of the eye. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall there, there's something really exciting about her. She clearly has been doing drag 
long enough to have an established um, identity. So look wise, I'm, ex I'm I'm here for it again. I agree. Personality, she was a little more subdued, um, but I felt the same way about La Diamond. I felt that she didn't pop in her video, mm -hmm. but clearly she's like, I don't need to prove anything to you, motherfuckers, because yeah. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of what I got from this one. Yeah. I'm going to go two. Two. Yeah, I'm going to take the look. Mm -hmm. Those little hip, hip cutouts are so cute. It's so yeah. good. It's so it's so good. Um, Do you think she can actually race a car? She could try. <laughs> um, she can run fast in heels, so good for her. Um, audience, they're a little more on on the middle for here. Fifty three percent two, forty seven percent boot. Right. Now tying her. Um, speaking of cars, it is not Lightning McQueen. It is Lightning Aurora. Twenty four years old from Cal Cagliari, Italy. Lightning Aurora's approach to drag art. Backs, dates back to 2015 when she embarked on an artistic journey starting with cosplay. Drag helped her piece together fragments of her childhood. Her references are Hollywood divas. She considers herself a drag queen with a big heart that is very loyal to others. Now, Lightning comes from the main character of Final Fantasy VIII, while Aurora, Aurora comes from the main character of Disney Sleeping Beauty. Before becoming a drag queen, Lightning started her artistic journey through cosplay and says she brings old and new generations of drag and blends them together. My question of the season is, she seems to be fun and have a lot of personality like many others do not in this cast. Will she be the confessional queen and use her narration skills to be a long hauler? Okay. I had her at 7. Precious at 11. And Scout is like, I don't want to watch this chick at all. One, <laughs> one Scouty, what do you have to say? I don't know. She just... yeah, It was like... I think of all the people, she was the one who stood out to me the most where I was just kind of like, she, she seems hard. very, yeah, she's like standing very confidently and I can't quite tell what she's like, why she's standing in it confidently. And like, it, I don't know. I'm the, the bullhorn, the mega bone is a choice. Um, and I, I'm, apologize but i'm very over these like ruffle gloves they've been mm -hmm. everywhere and to, they've been to the moon and back for the last four years i think Dare i can... say by the same designer uh, yeah they, they're all made by the same designer and i think that that designer is very talented i just think that enough people <laughs> have worn these gloves by now that i'm like all right i get it mm -hmm. um i don't know i just i also don't see how it fits the theme it looks weird in front of the red green and white. I, I will say this the colors do clash severely um but individually i i'm i'm, I'm here for this look now before we talk about the look um, i just got to make mention that this mug it looks like dear friend of the podcast mandy and cat um if you know who she is you can see it and she literally got tagged like five times and be like, I didn't know you were on Drag Race Italia. Um, <laughs> maybe one day our Plymouth Queen will be on Drag Race UK. I don't know. Uh, if that happens, then I won't have an assistant at DragCon. Uh, anyway, um, Precious, talk to me about this one. So, like, the face-wise, I was getting, like, her makeup vibe. And, like, when she was talking, I was getting a Jenny JK and Scarlet Envy have a baby. And this would be their sure. baby. Um, yeah, the ruffles, I could do without. 
I didn't mind the look. I actually liked that it was like something different. I like the color story. Um, I thought the wig was really nice. I think she has a great beat. I don't know, like her personality really shined for me uh, going through. And that's why I was like, oh, I really like you. Because that was my problem. As I was going through, I was like, I didn't really find, like every season I kind of have like one right away that's like, oh, this is my bitch. This is who I want to win. This cast, I didn't really have one right away. And I like, as you can tell, I have my early favorites behind me. Um, but yeah, it's like she like what I think it's because yeah, hers came before. No, she came in between my top two. Um, but yeah, I think I was really liking her energy. Maybe it was because she was coming across confident, where a few other girls like weren't. And I was just like, okay, it's a promo. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know when you shot this. I don't know where in the season because, mm-hmm. um, or if it was after the fact. So you're just like, you have to be confident because you were out early. Or, yeah, so it's always hard to gauge, like, someone's energy because you're like, okay, I don't know how well you did or didn't do on the show. Her look is by Jan Ineski, hair by Lightning, jewels by Lely <laughs> Harn. Um, yeah, I, I do love this if you take it away from the back, the, the, uh, the Microsoft 95 backdrop. Um, <laughs> I, I, they, they just clash completely. But I don't mind it and I, I i i don't know i'm looking at her face again i'm like wait is it blue hydrangea influence here too mm-hmm. and, and that's the thing about her i think is she started in cosplay so she knows how to form a good look and and yeah give you that but then i'm like wait is she cosplaying other drag artists and that's just a thing we're, we're gonna this is it happens it happens in the drag race universe you compare and contrast i know everyone individually <laughs> hates it but it's just how yeah. it is because this is reality television <laughs> yeah. there are archetypes you have to uphold um and i feel like in a way that there we haven't had a lightning aurora archetype on drag race italia and that i think is why it's a little interesting and exciting Mm -hmm. to see her um i will give this look a two two for me i'll toot it audience 81 (laughs) percent to 19 percent mood all right our next two queens are also tied um, here with 20 points. This next one, nine for both of you. I said two. It is <laughs> Sicily, 44 years old from London, UK, originally from Agento, Italy. Sicily is an Italian drag singer and actress who has been residing in England since 2003. She describes herself as a camp queen, meaning she embraces kitsch and is unapologetic cheeky. Her drag journey was significantly influenced by... Bag of Chips, who helped her at the beginning <laughs> of her career and encouraged her to become the international drag queen she is today. She nearly made it to the British cast of Drag Race UK, but fell short before the final selections. She sees herself as a well-rounded and highly competitive artist. In 2021, she released her first pop single, Camouflage Veil, on Spotify. Her weakness is she can be stubborn at times and always strives to be unique in her genre to stand out from the crowd. Obviously, Sicily is a play on Sicily, a region in Italy, which she is from. She resides in the United Kingdom and started doing drag in 2019 in London when she entered a lip sync contest and won. And she started at the age of 40 when most drag queens retire. She is a live singer, and by singer, she means she ruins your favorite songs. She doesn't dance, but she moves to the rhythm. My question this season, she has the British way of doing drag in her blood, but can the Sicilian come back to Italy and do drag race like the Italians? All right, Precious, um, did you know about the Bag of Chips connection? I did not. I did not know. Does it make sense now? 
It does make sense. It does make sense. Um, the I think for, the reason why I think I went so high for her was also she was third in the Meet the Queens. So comparing Lena and, Sap and Sapiro, like she was like, oh, here's that burst of life I've been waiting for. So I think that entered that like kept in my brain like, oh, I like her because she was like she she made it was more engaging. Um, I think she has a very pretty face. I like the look. I don't think she needs the red tarp that she's that she's like engulfed in in the cast photo. Like it looks good when she has it like on the side in the promo. Um, mm -hmm. I wish the black line that was in the hair was either look like it was run over. I kind of like that vibe that she got hit by a car um, or just do it like all around. Cause when they did a back shot, it's just all blonde or yellow gold uh, in the back. Um, but yeah, I liked her personality. She won me over with her name. I was like, I love, I love a good pun, um, a good pun name uh, here and there. Yeah, so she was just very fun. So I was like, oh, okay, I want to see what you do. Now I'm gonna just say it like she's not gonna be the first one we're gonna make reference to this season. But I feel like she's like I don't know what to wear. She saw a picture of Malaysia Baby Doll Fox's uh, season 15 promo look and said, "Here, those are the colors I'm gonna use because that <laughs> hair is like so so similar." Yeah. Um, <laughs> Scouty, talk to me about Sicily. I think it's just hilarious to be like, I made it on my backup drag race. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the best part about it. Um, because she's like, you know what? I'm not going like to get really close to where fine. I live. And then I was like, well, I got this Italian citizenship. Right. Might as well put a few. Just like Antonina Nutshell, she's like, I live in the UK. They're going to call me for uh, UK versus the world. So let's do it. Yeah. Oh, it's, <laughs> I just, she seemed fun. She's, you know, I don't think she particularly scored any like bonus points with her outfit. I think it's like, you know, it's just an outfit. It's cute. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just, she seems, she seems fun. She seems like. Do you think um, Sicily is stunning? Sicily is class? Sicily, yeah. She, we're gonna that. <laughs> um, okay. She takes the up that. Yeah. Um, the look. I'm going to go backwards on this one. Usually I do it with the look first. The nails are by House of Cruelty Free Claws. The hair is by Air Headwigs. The look is by Sim Adamson. Does anyone know who Sim Adamson is? Mm -mm. That is um, Vanity's partner. So if that if I'm going to critique this look, yeah. Um, Vanity I Milan? Yeah. That makes sense. It makes all the sense here. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Sim Adamson is not the best designer, but I think Sim Adamson does the same exact kind of style and it's not right for everybody. Um, I we just all have our skills. They all have. We all have our skills. It, it's giving me Bumblebee and Oops, I forgot to do the rest of your leg. <laughs> Why? Second boot cover ripped. Well, no, I think it's like it, there's so many. Like Matraca had so many looks on Mexico where it was like one leg in, one leg bare. So I think it's like some people like are like, "Ooh, that's a good thing. Let me try." And I think that's one of the things. Where it's like, well, the thing is, you can see in the pro in the cast photo, the boots, the boot goes super high, so she only has a little bit of skin showing. Yeah. Scout. Yeah. Yeah. It's again, it's nothing. I don't think it's anything. You just want the jacket. It's not. You want the jacket. I love. Yeah, I mean, I love big things that you can <laughs> just wrap around you and drag. By all means, it's very much up my up my alley. For um, me, I'm giving it a boot. Yeah. Oh, I think I gave it a two. It's getting a two for me. Audience, 48% two, 52% boot. 
All right, tied with her. It's the queen from Palermo. Um, 24 years old, Leila Yarn. She's a very young drag queen, officially born in 2022 from the fantasies of Emmanuel, a young and outgoing Palermo narrative. Her drag mission is clear to create something new that looks back to the past. Dance and fashion are the loves of her life. She began dancing at the age of eight. She then moved to Genoa at 12 years old and three years later to London to study art. She graduated in Hamburg as a professional dancer. For her, drag escapulates everything that makes her feel alive, calling it pure art. Layla comes from a nickname derived from her legal name, while Yarn comes from her passion of crocheting, and also from a friend of hers who told her that she was as thin as a piece of yarn. Let's begin here and discuss how I give her a five, Precious a three, and Scout a twelve. Scout, what do you have to say? She seems fun. I like her outfit. I liked her like energy. Um, she just yeah, she seems like she was giving me everything I was like looking for, especially for like a young contestant in in drag race i think there's like a very fine line like again the other young contestant is literally at the other end of my ranking so mm-hmm. i think there's like especially with meet the queens and just kind of being the first impression i she seems strong she seemed like she's gonna be fun um and i, I really mean, like we did have a tw- i believe she was 24 at the time um a contestant from palermo last season her name was order of thermal so our fave we love her we love her the diva Precious- do you think this dancing queen of the bunch can bring anything else to the stage that is required on the race? I don't know. Like, I think she's stunning. Like, that makeup is great. I love that, like, the eye makeup is giving, like, this flame look to it. And I like that, like, the look is, like, biker meets drag race meets steampunk in a way. So I'm like, she was checking all those boxes for me. But I think it was for me, it's like, I think, I don't know, I'm old. So I think baby queens are starting just to bother me now. Um, it's like, you young whippersnapper, shut up. Get off my lawn. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was like, she didn't really pop to me. Um, but I could have easily, like looking at like my list, I could have easily moved her up, like compared to other people. It's just that thing, like... Um, off of first impressions, I didn't. There were other girls that just wowed me a little bit more, but I do think That's she's fair. stunning, and I'm pretty sure, like, if she ends up in the bottom, I would fearful going to look. Oh, absolutely! Her. Like, I think I can see her being like the assassin if they mm-hmm. if they like are you know they're like, hi, girl, we don't want you more than just to be a dance monkey. So go. The hair is by Amnesia Wigs, so we know it's good good hair, and that hair is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it's a very interesting look because it's not giving me full like formula one italian race car um but there's elements of motor and everything mm-hmm. i do like the flame element of the um the bodysuit the, the knee pads i guess she's a dancer and they said you're gonna dance so we're knee pads i don't know i just didn't yeah. need the knee pads uh, it does break up the fishnets a little bit um yeah, I, there, there's something interesting about this look because it is very dynamic, and that that mug is stunning. Um, Scott, what do you think about this look? Yeah, she's pretty. This outfit, I think, it all just like it's, it's one of those things where there's usually like one or two queens every season where you can look at their promo look and you're like, all right, this person knows how to like visualize something and get to where they're going. Yes, and so it's like always a very promising thing for Drag Race. Um, to be able to like know kind of like all right this is what I want to look like and then look like that um, 
And so I just like that. It seems like she's got a good point of view. It's not just, you know, this is fabric that I turned into an outfit. It's like very intentionally, like this is the outfit yeah. that I was making. I chose everything very specifically. Would you wear those um, boots? Those heels? Stand in them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott, I'm going to say something and I want you to tell me if you see it or not. Her face. Boyish charm. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to give this look a toot. Two, yeah. Oh, it's very much two. Audience, 65% two, 35% boot. Some of y'all are being very mean, and I don't get it, but that's okay. Speaking of being mean, our next two contestants, <laughs> next two contestants tied again. Um, coming from Milan, it's the Italian Marsha, 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 the Prada. The Prada was born in 2019 and didn't choose her own name, nor did she invent any fancy linguistic constructs. Everyone just knows her as La Prada, as it always has been that way, as it's actually her last name. She is a presenter and artistic director of the drag show Basta the Drag, a performance that combines 1930s Italian cabaret with modern American drag brunch. La Prada is a journey into modernity that comes from the past. She sings, acts, and is a stand-up comedian and makes her own outfits in which she often sews the creation date dress title and her signature she describes herself as a situational drag queen one who always manages to engage you all right question of the season can the marcia 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 of, <laughs> of italy make it far and take the crown or will her new drag race references not stand out um scout she literally looked at marcia's promo look and said i'll do a different color yeah yep i'll take that one the it's face wild is Marsha. Yeah. Everything is it's yeah. It's, it's wild. I also you know, will say I was surprised when I found out she was 25 because she looks older when she mm-hmm. paints. Yeah. She does. Which is not like um, a bad thing by any means. It's just well, I was like, oh. The other face that I was getting is I don't know. I think you probably I think you know her, Michael, uh, Gloria Swan Song. Oh. Yes, I can see that's it. the or, other face I was seeing. Or here we go. This let's say in the drag race terms, Marsha had a baby with um uh, uh Isis Davis Loren. Yes, I can see that too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Literally, my note for her was La Prada, Prada, Prada. It was like, oh my girl. <laughs> and then when she made the reference of my favorite song to do is Broadway Baby, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, can't she be any more theatrical? I was yeah, like, man. I don't even think she was the real theater queen. I think there was someone else that's like more theater queen than she is but i was like yes girl if you lived in new york city you would be at the spot on a monday being like let's do broadway show tunes it's like shit i i i give her 10 i'm excited for her because i think she's a full package in the sense of she knows how to market herself she knows how to do it um five points for precious seven for scout so again we're excited for her because there is confidence and she knows mm-hmm. her brand. She knows her identity. Um, no designers listed on its looks, but I'm assuming she's made it based on what she had said. I, I like the color palette. I just cannot stand the yellow earrings and the red sunglasses. They do not pair with the blue. No. The other thing too was because of the filter they were using, every time they had her, they were doing the B-roll, she was getting so washed out because She's in a light white, she's in a white outfit with light blue in a white backdrop. I was like, and girl, if it wasn't for the fact that you paint those the yellow earrings, you were we could tell we could tell you were there. But yeah, I felt I felt like the 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 promo did not do her any favors. 
yeah it's it's i'm sorry i just cannot not see marcia when i saw this first i was like oh this th- this is her mm-hmm. do you think she knew of marcia before marcia was on drag race i don't know or do you think she saw the like u.s cast and she was like oh they put me oh, on absolutely drag that race. it was absolutely <laughs> that one mm-hmm. um, because i'm pretty sure this was shot like at like you know oh, way what, after a couple absolutely. months ago yeah yeah it, was, it does um, seem it does seem the turnaround for the international seasons are a lot quicker than the u.s ones which they is like sure are when you have um, when you for, have a guest judges telling you it's like yes i saw america <laughs> yeah except for canada, not canada. Still waiting for <laughs> yeah the lost um I, I i i dig it i'm here for the vintage flair i'm here for the references i'll give it a toot yeah it gets a toot for me yeah two audience 68 percent toot 32 percent boo now tying with her in the spot four points from scout eight points for me ten for precious Amy Kanya. She, since she was a child, her passion for dance left no room for other discipline, even though she never had the opportunity to attend a dedicated dance class living in a small provincial town. In 2022, encouraged by a dear friend and her drag mother, she discovered makeup and experimented with her skills in heels, ready to be the drag queen of her dreams. Amy was born from the desire to return to the stage to unite her passions and background. Amy doesn't love doesn't hurt she just wants your attention she holds a diploma from a technical institute for surveyors subsequently she just studied fashion design and worked in fashion accessories in milan now amy canania is most likely a play on amy canania which is italian for migraine and she says (laughs) she is an eclectic dramatic and fabulous drag queen inspired by fashion musicals my question is she seems very green but has the goods to be well-rounded drag artists does she have enough experience to make it far now, Precious, we have seen a lot of um, infant drag children on these international programs recently where some who have only been doing drag for like a year, namely uh, um, Mighty Aphrodite, um, Amanda Tears. Yeah. Do you think Amy Kanania can break the mold or is she going to be too green? No, I don't. Th- I think I think she will, because the I, the vibe I was getting from her was like, yes, she she I was like, she seems young. Where I wasn't getting like compared to Lila, who was a probably like very similar to the same baby queen group. Um, I don't know. Her look feels very polished, and because she can show, I think I what, what her so saying dance. I think she, whereas like Almighty and Amanda, even their promo still made they weren't like anything to write home about. Where she right. looks very put together. Where like because there are the girls who grew up on Drag Race, so they've been like making their putting themselves through it also i think it didn't like almighty like she came from a very small village so it's like yeah there was you know where there wasn't much drag kind of i think like what was it ver verzazi verzazia i'm gonna gonna mispronounce the name where she made them reference of there were no real drag in albania so i i think i think she could be one that could break the mold because i do she does look very polished already like she looks like she knows what she's doing and that's why i went high with her Absolutely. Um, Scout, tell me you don't see Jackie Cox in that face. Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. Well, now that you say it, I can see it. Yeah. Talk to me about Amy. Yeah, I think um, I she does look very polished. I just think it's like polish, at least from the promo in the Music Queens, it's like polished in a way that's like, yeah, sure, you've gotten to this point where, you know, things look good, things, you know, you like how you look, but what more to 
the, the your drag is there and i guess i just didn't particularly get a lot of it from the meet the queens but again she could be you know just saving it because she knows she doesn't have anything to prove who knows that's fair um, um no designers listed on this look um i really love this i am obsessed with the color story i love the jacket mm-hmm. um yes she is a very very petite skinny lady um, so she can get away with wearing this. Um, I'm really, really here for the color story. I love the paint so much. She has chosen the right colors, the right shapes. Um, yeah, this is one of my favorites, actually. Precious. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I have a thing for for bubblegum pink. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was loving I let my note was I like the pink. Uh, yeah, I want her hair. <laughs> um, the Yes, it's very pink ladies. Uh, uh, very grease, too, because, you know, she had to ride the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <we laughs> Scott, would you wear the jacket? Yeah, I'd wear this outfit mm-hmm. in drag or out of drag. Why not? Both. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great going to the grocery store outfit, you know. Got to pick up a few things. And listen, she has the A and the K in her ears. She knows what mm-hmm. she's doing. That's brand new, baby. Yep. Um, I'm going to give this a two. It's two. a two for me. Audience hated it. 35% <laughs> toot, 65% boot. What? Wow, yeah, wow. maybe it's the photo that was posted. I'm not quite sure, but I really that really was such it. a great. It was a great image. Yeah, yeah. All right, we're moving into our top three, and I can tell you right now, our top three all had different points, so there's no ties here. First up is someone who got twelve points from Precious, eleven points from me, three points from <laughs> Scout. It is Morgana Cosmica. Morgana Cosmica describes her drag as the perfect combination of beauty and comedy. Her artistic references mirror the style of the queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. She doesn't have a drag mother. And everything she has learned about the drag world over the years, she's acquired through studying and practicing. In 2009, she met her current husband, who she married three years later, and during their bachelor party in New York, met Bob the Drag Queen in a cabaret show, and it was her husband who encouraged her to step onto the stage and shine as a true professional drag queen. She says she is respectful and kind, but with a bit of sass. She says her drag is always cheerful and well-groomed, but never takes itself too seriously. When she does drag, she shows a lot of inspiration from the world of Barbie and iconic divas in general. She chose Morgana as her name since she wanted the initials to be the same as her legal name, while Cosmica was chosen by her husband after seeing her drag in the first time. She began doing drag in 2019. Outside of drag, Morgana works in interior design and home staging, owning her own studio in Bologna called Marseglia Design Studio, which she runs with her husband. She says she is a potpourri of drag as she can sing, dance, and act. She learned how to make coffee with a coffee maker, which is so proud of her, so proud. Um, and she says she has the range from Sophia Loren to Lady Gaga. Okay, my question this season. She seems like the perfect blend of old and new. Will she be able to marry them and stand out as a queen of today? Um, we're just gonna go with references every fucking time I see them. Precious Hanaconda. Oh, see, I was saying Kooky Cunty left France and went over to went over to Italy as a second okay. go. I can okay. I want I can see Anaconda now that you've said it, but I was like I was like oh god, Cookie, you you're trying it out again. Um, honestly, this bitch won me over when she said, I'm 76 years old, but everyone tells me I'm 38. I was like, that's it. It's over. I don't care who follows you. This is my winner. And she was my number one before my rewatch. That's when I got moved her to number two. But I was like, oh, I, I kind of love her. She was just, she just won me over right away. 
I the look actually reminds me of the the runway from from uh, France the the when they had to make the ball the what was it the prom look mm-hmm. where like Cookie did that whole kind of like half jacket into a into a dress thing and I was yes. like and again that's why I also was getting a Cookie Country reference in my head too but I love the mixture of having some of the jacket on the bustier um the checkered bustier I think her face looks really good yeah I just think she was just giving me a lot of life and I'm like I want to see what she can do scout talk to me I will say I probably could have easily get put her much higher up on the list um I think there's I liked her energy but it was in a way that I just like I think the more I was like watching other videos and kind of like rewatching little clips of like different people, I think I just kind of wound up being like, I guess, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but it's just just kind of like moved down as I like looked at other people and I was like, I don't think this is going to translate to Drag Race the way that she wants it to. Um, And I think that there's going to be, I think she seems like the type of person who once she gets into drag race and is like oh they're not eating me up she's just gonna like get in her own way but again this is just to meet the queen so so someone who references lady gaga you're not here for i'm so shocked i'm so sorry uh, <laughs> the look is by nicola antagini hair by morgana nails by max braga I love that this is, again, another, maybe it's because of the Ferrari and the Italian racing thing. It definitely gives me a vintage vibe. So I really love everything about it. The hair is really fun and playful. Um, Again, I love the, this is one moment of asymmetrical looks that I can get behind. Um, Though, like, I can almost see it as, like, one of those um, fashion uh, photo shoots where, like, it's, like, edited to be this way because i can see the full jacket i can see it being a reveal to what the bustier is so i'm mm-hmm. here for all of the elements of it um and blue white and black for this look is really really powerful yeah. um she's paired it well with the eyeshadow and the red lip is a very very bold drag moment so i really think she's very well put together and and i i am excited for what she can bring because again i don't necessarily ha- want to say that always if you're a queen of a certain age that means you have experience and you're going to do well but it seems like in this cast skewing older there is a lot of experience we don't have a lot of drag infants on this cast yeah um but she will have to learn right now if you want to get on my good side fucking wear a necklace (laughs) yeah (laughs) the other thing i don't think i've noticed is um which seems to have been the rage of this year breastplates I didn't really see any right. breastplates on any of these girls because that's been my pet peeve is the fucking like breastplate where you're wearing a breastplate that's like a shade lighter than the rest of your skin and you're not covering it up. I'm like, wear a choker. I don't want to see it. It ruins the illusion. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a two. Oh, it's definitely a two for me. Yeah, I'll do it. Audience 63% to 37% boot. Okay. Coming in at our second place of excitement points. I give her nine, precious an eight, eleven from Scouts. It's La Shiva. 
The Shiva is a drag queen born in 2005 in Rome after leaving her hometown in Calabria, Calabria, a place that didn't always provide her with the best emotions. She decided to pursue the art of drag after the huge disappointment of giving up singing her primary passion. Thanks to her beloved grandma, La Shiva learned the art of tailoring. For La Shiva, drag is everything, a combination of sacrifice that represents the, the most important part of her life today. Her biggest fear? Not completing the race because it is the opportunity of a lifetime. She does not draw inspiration from anyone. She is her own inspiration. La Shiva is both a reference to the Hindu deity Shiva and the term La Shiva, which is Italian for bitch. La Shiva is the drag daughter of Farida Kant and drag niece of Nalenia. She says she is a bit of a dickhead, a theme that's going around this uh, Drag Race franchise this year. And yeah, her grandma taught her how to sew and also bought her her first drag clothes without asking any questions. Now, listen, the question this season, she's got um, a lineage of great drag artists in the world of Drag Race Italia. Can she follow in her mother's footsteps and keep the um stolen crown in the family or will the accept expectations be too high scout farita khan's daughter mm -hmm. are you excited it was like royalty to me Literally. like Literally. <laughs> i'm very excited <laughs> um no she seems like a lot of fun too it's like i think there's one of those like often not oftentimes it's very easy for children sisters family of drag race people who have done really well to kind of come on and be like oh this is like I'm related to this person it's like the only thing they have and I'm like okay but she seems very much like her own well established like uh, again a point of view she's coming at it I'm mm -hmm. excited can I just just keep living in my fantasy um, of their world that Frida Kant won please God nope, damn it. They're going to talk about it this season. <laughs> Literally, they're going to talk about it. Uh, precious. That, will, that will be in her Frida. entrance when she talks, when she does her things. So like, I'm Frida Khan's daughter, who should have won. You know, she'll probably bring that up. Like, I, I, um, yeah, she, she, her and Sissy were kind of going back and forth. So she could have easily been nine for me. Um, I love the look. The only thing I would change is, I don't know why. I think the dark, the darker lip isn't doing it for me. I wished it was a little bit lighter. Like in this photo, I think it works. But in the Meet the Queens, like Safio's uh, eyeline, um, eyeshadow, I think a lighter one would have, I don't know, it would have worked better. But it's like, yeah, the lip was bothering me. But otherwise, I think she I think she was fun. Um, she also had, I feel like the backstory with so many of these people was like, my boy self is very shy. My like drag persona is where I shine. So I'm wondering how the work was going to be with all the shy boys. Right in it because i'm like going i'm like going at least like four of them said they are shy people in like at when they're when they're not in drag so i really want to see how the workroom dynamics will be with the shy ones like just in the day-to-day -day stuff that we're not seeing like when they're not I, on stage. I, would, I would say that like the shy ones will get far because they're going to keep some of the narrators the season mm -hmm. and then we just have to remind ourselves that joffrey was on the show and that happened um yeah another reason why okay. i stopped watching Let's talk about this look. Um, hair by Amnesia Wigs. I again, maybe it's this photo that I'm looking at. I, I see the face, and if you wanted to just say it, she looks like blue boudoir Lafleur. 
Like if you change the color hair and like maybe it's because the lip, it's giving me boudoir. But I, I do could, really enjoy this look, except for the fucking heels. I hate. I, I could uh, yeah, I could see boudoir a little bit in it, but like not like I think it's like yeah, you'd have to change a lot of things to really be like oh yeah, I could see it. Not like close up, but far, far away. Heels. I'm getting Isis Couture. Hmm. I can see that. Yeah, um, I really want probably the blue. So that's my biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, the blue. <laughs> Yeah, the the shoes are a choice, but I like the outfit. Scout, if you had to do a racer look, would you put your name on the side on the sleeve? Put it on the front, the back, the side, the inside. I'd line it with my name. <laughs> you know who I am. Um, I'm gonna go soft toot here because it is not my I'll favorite. Toot it. Um, it's good to toot for me. Audience, fifty three percent toot, forty seven percent boot. All right. Um, thirteens across the board. Uh, unanimously, I think there's a reason. Um. Our most excited queen, 36 years old, currently in Rome, originally from Brazil, it's Melissa Bianchini. Melissa Bianchini is a transgender drag queen of Brazilian origin who has become a naturalized Italian citizen. She describes herself as an explosive drag queen. She says you should expect professionalism and com complex costumes. She began her professional career at Alibi nightclub in Rome and then moved on to the famous Roman gay club Mukasasina, where she has been working for eight years. Um, another one who works there is Obama. She <laughs> moved to Italy at the age of 18, leaving behind the memories of an imperfect family and bringing with her strong desire to completely change her life. She describes herself as a very shy and introverted, introverted person in everyday life, but a hurricane of energy when she steps onto the stage. She is a fashion designer designing and creating all of her outfits. Melissa Bianchini is her real name out of drag. She is the, a transgender woman and the first transgender contestant to compete on Drag Race Italian. She is the first Brazilian contestant to compete on Drag Race Italian. She is the fourth Brazilian contestant competing outside of Brazil, following Miss Abby OMG of Drag Race Holland, Fontana of Drag Race Sveria, and Victoria Shakespeare's and Kelly Hilton on Drag Race Germany. She is a Beyonce impersonator. Please don't do it for Snatch Game. Mm -mm. She was originally cast on season two of Drag Race Italia, but dropped out as she felt it was not the right time and because she probably would have lost La Diamond anyway. <laughs> um, speaking of, she is the drag sister of La Diamond. On stage, she says she is an aggressive and powerful panther on the runway. All right, question of the season. Not everything a winner needs to have. Will she make history and be Italy's first trans winner? Scout. I sure as hell hope so. I don't know. She just seems like a lot of fun. She's like she's got the it factor. Yeah. She's got mm -hmm. the energy. She's got the looks. She's just she's hot. And that's just off of the yeah, and that's just off the Meet the Queens too. It's like yeah, uh, yeah I can just get I just feel the energy. And also a world of wonder has 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 is not has been known to put their their winner of the season front and center as the star of the promo look mm -hmm. it's like oh yeah. they got her standing on the middle of the car gee yeah um oh my god she it was just so exciting everything about her is is fun and carefree and yeah, I think she's going to be a fucking bitch, and I love it. She's bringing the spice to Brazil. Precious, what are your thoughts on Melissa? Uh, my note for her was good time, girl. It really was like, it just felt like the energy you were getting was like, if you were at a club with her, you know you're going to have a good time. Um, honestly, if she was on season one of Brazil, I probably would be watching more. I'm um, like, she's 
has the mic going like I'm like you're more energetic than half the cast on that show. Um, yeah, I think she was early on in the Meet the Queens, but she had an impact where I was like, oh yeah, Melissa's gonna be it was gonna be high up there on my on my picks, and she was number two. And then after my rewatch, I moved her to number one. Her look is by VG Dancewear, hair by Amnesia Wigs. Once again, I will tell you right now, the wig is, color is my least favorite part about it. I don't love the ginger because it does um, come too close to the red. But mm-hmm. this look, again, like she knows who she is. She is going to dance. She's going to give you the cleavage because she is hot. Um, and anyone who can wear those boots, those heels, good for you. I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Um, Scout, would you wear those heels? Yeah, around. I would stand in them and be like, quick, take a picture, quick, take a picture. And then take a sample. <laughs> what did you think of the look, Scout? Oh, I think it's, I, I agree with you with the hair. The ginger's a little like, probably could have gone with different color hair. Or if you're going to stick with the ginger, just like bring it up instead of having it sit right down yeah. on the red. Yeah. Um, But uh, she looks good. It's like, it fits her very, very well. And that's a banging body, precious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the look is great. I love that it's like very much giving you like pit crew, but make it sexy. Mm-hmm. What do you think's in that buckle pouch on her on her thigh? Poppers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else? All her secrets. All her secrets. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give this an absolute toot. Oh, it's a toot for me. Audience, ninety percent toot, ten percent boot. All right. As always, I always ask, don't cheat, but who do you think has the most followers on the Instagram? Uh, um, followers. I'm gonna you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with Melissa. I think I think Okay. Uh, say Lashiva. Lashiva, come, come. Um well first off, I wanna say I have more followers than two queens on this cast, which is like what the fuck? First uh-huh. at the bottom, Amy Kanye, one thousand seven hundred twenty-eight. Again, she's the she's only been alive for about a year, yeah. so I understand that. Mm-hmm. Two thousand forty-three for Leila Yarn, three thousand one hundred three for La Prada, Lightning Aurora, three thousand two hundred seventy-one, La Shiva, three thousand three hundred forty, Sicily, three thousand nine sixty, Morgana Cosmica, four thousand three sixty-six, Silvana de Melania, four thousand six hundred four. Sapario, 6,652. Melissa B. and Kinney, 7,644. Adriana Picasso, 12.2K. Varia, 12.9K with the most. For Lena Galore, 15.8K. Didn't really? Coming, did, did not yeah. see that coming at all. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that um, quiet is like quietly I'm in the t- I'm in the top, yeah. Literally. Now, I, I'm, I'm going to say it. I, I think there's something about this promo that's giving us okay i'm a little more confident that drag race italia is finally finding its groove um and i think what we're going to see is we're going to see the insanity that we've enjoyed the first two seasons because at the end of the day i think some of their casts have been some of the best drag artists we have seen on drag race Mm -hmm. and that's something i don't want to remind people don't take away the insanity of the show from the artists because the artists who are bringing it on the runway are doing it very, very, very well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting to see the new dynamic of the judges and see how they work. I don't know if they've told us yet if it's going to be four all at once or if the Paula Paolo is a switcheroo. Carson. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm not sure how it's going to be. 
But the fact that we still have Priscilla there and we have Kiara who's going to give it to us every headpiece um, is, is going to be so much fun. And if, I don't know if you watched the Meet the Judges and the fact that she is in on the headpiece joke the way that we are, it just makes me so happy. Um, please just bring her to one episode of whatever this global all-stars is going to be. I need to have her sit next to Michelle Visage so desperately. Mm-hmm. Um, I need her to pick I, I, out I a headpiece for Michelle Visage. That literally, let Rue wear a headpiece too. Just bring one for everybody. Um, I'm, I'm really very much excited for this season just for the art of what we're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was saying, like, I haven't been, like, Italia has been the season, the series where it's like, I start it, but don't finish it. And I do feel like this cast has an energy to it that I don't feel like the other two had. Um, So I'm more, I'm really excited to see how the dynamic of the cast works uh, going forward and seeing how that stuff works. Um, Yeah, it does feel like, you know, the, the joke is the season three curse. And I feel like Italia might be the, might be the one series where, this doesn't where the season three doesn't affect it. Like every other like season three has had like are always kind of like issues, but I feel like this one could be like we broke the curse. Could you imagine at uh, the end of twenty twenty three that we're gonna talk about how Dragos Italia is better than Dragos Espana? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Um, uh, the other thing too is I don't think they've done it yet, but I think I would love to see like an Italian horror runway because like uh like Giallo films are like huge in the horror community um mm-hmm. so yeah give me a suspiria runway I, w- I would love it you know what give me an opera runway give me full that, fucking opera maybe that could be their musical that's it there <laughs> we go um it's gonna be fun scout you're gonna be joining me week after week after week for this recap I'll be um here. what what do you want to tell the listeners to expect um not to sound like big brother but <laughs> expect expect the unexpected here. There's no there's no rules. There's no rhyme. There's no reason. It just it just goes about its merry merry way, and we just enjoy it. Yeah. I, I listen. We're gonna probably have themed episodes each week, and you and I are gonna be like, "What does that have to do with anything? I don't get it." And that's the beauty we'll of the show. We'll, we'll try. try. We're gonna try. Precious, I'm sure you will join us for an episode or two as we go through the season. Uh, yeah, um, I, I I really want to watch the season. So unless they do something stupid where I'm like I'm out, then you know. It's Drag Race. Anything. It's happen. Drag Race. They're gonna be something stupid, but it's gonna. It will be when my favorite leaves, and I'm like, I don't like anyone else left. Well, Goodbye. And we're done. <laughs> and we're right, done. Where, I where, lost my crush. Where can we find you both on Instagram, social media, any Venmo, projects to plug, all that shit. Scout at Scout Center everywhere. Um, no projects to plug right now. I'm just. No seasonal gigs yet? No, no. I'm focused on moving. I got to pack. I got to move. It's all, yeah. <laughs> precious. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Harry is Precious is Harry. Uh, Venmo is Precious Envy. Uh, if you're in New York City, uh, this coming Wednesday, if it, I was going to say February. Oh my God, where's my brain? This coming Wednesday, October 11th, uh, I will be performing at Rock Bar. I'm covering for Temple Grande. Uh, so it'll get a little, get well, some one woman Precious Envy show. And then on Monday, October 23rd, it's my Miss Rock Bar prelim. So if you're in the city, please come out. Please stuff the ballot box with my name and help me, uh, help me finally win that fucking crown so I can stop doing this shit. <laughs> there it is. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. 